This is the Tech Arts Podcast, where we talk about tech, leadership, and all things that concern church audio, video, and lighting. Welcome to the Tech Arts Podcast and the phone live streaming studios. My name is DL. So glad to have you joining us today. I am so excited about today's podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about automation. But before we jump into that, I figured I would tell you a little story about my research for the Tech Arts Podcast. In the past, I've researched every scripture that talks about sound. Being a sound tech, I like to see what the scripture says about it and how it applies to me. So in one of my devotion times, I came across the scripture 1 Corinthians 13, which has the line, If you do not have love, you are a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. I thought, I don't want to be a resounding gong, and neither does any other tech that I know. So I figured today I would open the podcast by reading 1 Corinthians 13 and giving a few insights that I feel like the Lord laid on my heart for texts. So here we go. If you're trying to follow along, you want to go to 1 Corinthians 13, the NIV version. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Now let me skip down to verse 13 where it says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The part of this scripture that stuck out to me was that love and the word love have been perverted by our society. Notice the scripture defines love as patient, kind, holding no wrongs. It goes on and describes love in several different ways, but never does it describe it in the way that our world defines it today. It's not hooking up or sleeping with someone. It's not even a goofy feeling that you may get. It's simply how you treat people. Loving someone means I'm not going to delight in the evil by gossiping or keep a record of the worship team's wrongdoings. Their mistakes do not change how I should think of them. Love is protecting them, hoping for the best for them, trusting and persevering for them. When we do persevere for a better outcome, we are a better tech. When we don't and we throw others under the bus, many of us techs are just gongs. I have been there gossiping about how bad a vocalist was or a fellow tech dropped the ball. I have definitely been in a spot where I did not trust or persevere for what's best for them. As the scripture said, I was a resounding gong. If we want to be great leaders in texts, we need to guard against this behavior. The scripture lays it all out for us. Let's follow it. Don't be a gong and love one another. It's just that simple. 
Hey, if this podcast is helping you, be sure to tell a friend about it. All you have to do is give them the website techartspodcast.com and ask them to subscribe to either the podcast or the YouTube channel. If you listen on a regular basis, be sure to like and subscribe. This will get you notified whenever a new episode drops, and it will help you uh, stay updated and informed of any free giveaways that may happen. Also, if you listen to us on a podcast outlet, be sure to subscribe there as well. Again, the website to find all of our outlets is techartspodcast.com. Before we jump into our subject on automation, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Our main sponsor is Digital Great Commission Ministries. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just better understanding the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Because they are a 501c3 donor-sponsored organization, they come to your church for free and do an assessment of your tech, visitor engagement, and online streaming. Plus, we give away free gear. Be sure to go to audiovideolighting.com and register your email today. This will sign you up for all of the free giveaways and give you first access to everything we offer for free. If you want free resources, training, or consulting, contact Digital Great Commission Ministries today by going to audiovideolighting.com. That's audiovideolighting.com. All right, let's jump into the automation subject and answer the question, should you automate your tech gear? I believe automation can be used to help facilitate a church service. But I look at automation differently. Because I believe tech gear is an instrument of worship, I want to be very careful in how we implement automation. It should always be to pre-program your instruments of worship so they follow other technical instruments. For example, your electric guitar player has pedals. That is a form of automation that helps him or her perform their worship duties. But at the end of the day, it doesn't replace the instrument or take away from their ability to flow. When automating tech, I like to always protect the DNA of the church and make sure the automation is following or enhancing the instruments of worship. We don't want automation to stop the direction that the Lord is moving. What are the benefits of automation? One of the benefits of automation is that it can drastically reduce how many volunteers we need, or should I say how many educated volunteers we need. You can perform at a higher level with automation. Just be careful that automation does not take away from the team aspect and in turn create other mistakes or issues from automating. Keep in mind your team is using their tech gear as an instrument of worship. Don't let automation override that aspect of your team. But I'm getting a little bit off subject here, so let's talk about some of the key elements to implement automation. The first key element to automation is simplification. When you automate, you should try to simplify your services and day of tech needs or requests. The ultimate goal here is to simplify things, not complicate things. Use automation for cues. Even in a free flow worship service format, automation can help with starter cues or complicated song cues. It can help also by running macros of multiple events when one event cue is triggered. For example, 
triggering a song slide, turns on the lights, starts a countdown clock, and switches the foyer TVs from your pre-slide loop to the live in-auditorium service. With that said, it's key to simplify your setup, workflow, and what you are automating so that the entire team understands what's going on, when it's automated, and when it's not. Does automation mean more work? This is a question I get a lot, and I want to be very clear that automation does mean more work in other areas. It shifts the workload from during the service to before the service or during the week. So let's talk about that a little bit. Automation can reduce the number of texts you need the day of service, but it does cause someone to program or work on each technical position in advance. They have to pre-program what is going on and what happens for each queue. If your service is complicated and changes a lot, this can mean hours of pre-programming and testing to make sure it works. Don't assume automation means workloads or hours are reduced. Most of the time, it means the workloads and hours are shifted from the day of your event to a pre-programming day that is before your event. How should you automate? Let's answer that question. I believe the best way to automate a service is to have your technical elements follow a software that provides a base for your service, meaning have a software that's the baseline for your service and have your technical elements follow that. Take, for example, your Lyric software. This program allows control of other technical instruments of worship through MIDI, timecode, or GPIO. For example, clicking on a Lyric slide can trigger the lights, run a sound preset, and like I said earlier, change things in your foyer, bring up a different camera preset, video background, or even a video switcher change. Alternatively, you can use your sound console to trigger lights and other pieces of gear. But if you use Ableton or some other track software, this is a great baseline for your service where you can use MIDI and timecode as a very powerful tool. This tool allows you to trigger lyrics, sound cues, complicated lighting feels, and looks. When you step into the MIDI or timecode triggers off of the track software, when you start using that, keep in mind that you start to create many hours of pre-programming, which should involve testing every single cue and trigger. I have seen all of these scenarios in action, and when the service is simplified and automation is used properly, one volunteer can operate the entire service. Or... You can use automation to not eliminate people, but to enhance each position's technical instrument of worship. So people ask me, which do I prefer? Do I prefer automation to eliminate techs and allow a service to be run with less people? Or do I prefer it to help techs do more with their instruments of worship? I must say I prefer the second option, which is allowing techs at each audio, video, and lighting position to use automation to do more with their instruments of worship. My reasoning is that you can still have a team, and if something goes wrong, they can jump in and carry out the service live. So let me say that again. 
If you're using automation to enhance a team member's instrument of worship, that team member is still in front of the audio console, video switcher, lighting console, and they are there if something goes wrong to continue to operate the service live or flow with what's happening on the platform. When automation works, the worship experience goes to another level. It is a tool you want to use. But the bottom line is this. In my opinion, you should not use automation to eliminate the team, but you should use it to enhance the team. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Tech Arts Podcast. Until then, I'm David Leuschner signing off by wishing you a great day and praying God blesses every moment of your week. See you soon. You have been listening to the Tech Arts Podcast. Presented by Digital Great Commission Ministries. DGCM is a 501c3 nonprofit that was started to help churches with all things technical. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just a better understanding of the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Find out more about our free on-site visits, reports, and consulting by going to audiovideolighting.com. Digital Great Commission Ministries will help you run your church service like a pro. Find out more at audiovideolighting.com.